Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue our examination of the book of 1 Timothy, just seeing what the Lord has to say to us. Now, remember why uh, the Spirit led Paul to write this to Timothy, <laughs> okay? Paul says, you know, I'd really like to see you, and I'm planning on coming to see you, spend some time with you to impart some things to you. But in case I don't get there, in case I'm delayed for whatever reason, let me write a few things to you about why and how we're to be living together as the body of Christ. And so that's what he's been talking about, just the various relationships. So in chapter 6, which is where we are today, he starts off with this from the first verse. Now, again, remember that uh, when they wrote these accounts, wrote these letters, there was no chapter division. There was no verses verses or anything like that. That's all man-made, basically for just ease of use to where we can refer back to things. It's very useful, okay? But sometimes I think we nearly worship the chapter and verse divisions. And sometimes it uh, gets in the way of proper interpretation. Not necessarily right now, but in some places in Scripture, it's actually sort of uh, funny. So anyway, verse 1, 1 Timothy chapter 6, says this. All who are under the yoke as slaves are to regard their own masters as worthy of all honor, so that the name of God and our doctrine will not be spoken against. Let me read that again. All who are under the yoke as slaves are to regard their own masters as worthy of all honor, so that the name of God and our doctrine will not be spoken against. So like I said, he starts dealing with some relationships, and he's actually going to build on this a good bit in the the balance of the chapter. And we say, well, you know, does that really have anything to say to us because we're not slaves anymore? Well... I would beg to differ. (laughs) We are slaves, okay? And by we, I mean uh, even we in the Western world who live under a form of freedom and think that we're free. But I don't remember who it was. It was one of our great leaders who said, there is no greater slave than he who thinks he is free, okay? And so people say, well, I'm free to do this and free to do that. Well, you are, but you're really not. You may be free to a degree, but we actually have masters, in a multitude of ways. You know, politically speaking, we have masters in the way that uh, laws and regulations are brought down and things like that. Uh, Even in the work relationships, even in employment relationships, uh, a lot of the principles that we see with slave and master are the same exact thing that you see with employee and employer. Now, don't read any harshness into that, okay? When we hear slaves and masters in our society in the United States, we automatically default back to the mid-19th century. Okay, so you don't want to do that. But you just see that there's relationships here. Okay, there's things that are happening. And the principles was really important. What he's saying is, even if you are under the yoke as a slave, and notice that that idea of yoke is what? Uh, okay, it's a, it has the idea of coupling, of scales, that you're under servitude. Even though that you have a boss, You're not to regard your own boss, your own master, as not being worthy of honor. You are to regard them as being worthy of honor. Notice it doesn't say anything about whether they're honorable or not. You know, a lot of times we think, well, if my master was a godly person and they behaved right, then I would give them honor. 
Well, what good is that then? You know, even the world honors those that they like. You know, the scripture talks about things like that. Okay. No, no, he says, if you are under this, you regard your own master as worthy of all honor. It doesn't mean that they're honorable. It doesn't mean that they're acting honorable. It does mean that our attitude toward them and the way we regard them, okay, the way we regard them is honorable. Well, why do you want to do that? You know, are we just putting on a show? Isn't that a lie? Isn't that a facade? No, 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 no. We just want to see over in 2 Timothy, which I think we'll do after this this one right here. In 2 Timothy, at the end of the second chapter, he says that um, you are to gently correct somebody. And he's talking within the church, but it applies to the world too. That you're to cor- gently correct somebody. If perhaps the Lord wants to draw them into the body, if perhaps the Lord wants to draw them into the knowledge of salvation. See, we don't know. What he's saying right here is that you are to honor them and consider them and regard them as worthy of honor for a twofold reason, so that the name of God will not be spoken against. And so that doctrine, and Paul says, it says in English, our, but that word our is actually in italics. And you know that whenever you see a word in italics in the translation, that means that that word is not in the, an original language, but it's provided in our language to where we can get the proper understanding. So that the doctrine will not be spoken against. The teaching, that's all doctrine means is that the teaching. And so he says, you need to regard your masters as worthy of all honor so that the name of God will not be spoken against and so that the teaching of God will not be spoken against. See, if someone comes along and they are a true believer and yet they do not regard uh, someone who's their boss, someone who's over them as honorable or with honor, what are they going to say? Well, this is an uppity, uppity slave right here. This is an uppity employee. They say that they believe this. They say and profess about this great God that's changed their life and everything. But look how they treat me. Look what they think of me. Okay? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, look what the, how they behave. And that's what Paul's warned about. He says, no, no, you don't need to do that. You regard your own masters as worthy of all honor so that the name of God and our doctrine will not be spoken against. He actually picks it up in the next verse with an interesting little twist. And I'll tell you what, I'm just going to read it because our time's running short and I want to get in more detail with it, but I I want you to see how it dovetails. Verse 2 says, Those who have believers as their master must not be disrespectful to them because they are brethren. (laughs) Okay, before with the ones that just had masters that you consider them to be worthy of honor. But let's say that you have a uh, uh, a master, a boss, someone over you who is a believer. Then we who are believers are not to be disrespectful to them because they are brethren. And you say, well, how would you do that? And you would think it would be natural that you wouldn't be disrespectful to them. Oh, no, 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 no. Way too many people who are believers take advantage of the fact that those who are supervisors or masters or bosses are over them whatever it may be, they take advantage of that, okay? Because they say, oh, well, we're all the same believers, and so, you know, I should be able to do what I want to and this and that, and they disrespect the position and they disrespect the person because they are of the same faith. That's actually quite a problem. 
Okay, and, and we see it very, very commonly in situations. So anyway, we'll pick that up next time and look at that. For now, know this, that even if you're under the, the yoke of slavery, if you're under the yoke of employment, you're in a miserable position, you don't like the job, but it's the job you've got, okay? Don't regard your master in the negative sense. Don't regard the boss like that. Regard him as being worthy of honor. And the reason is, so the name of God and the teaching of God will not be spoken against. Anyway, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.